Hello and welcome to Shop Planet for August 23rd, 2022. Do not adjust your screen. If you're looking at the screen right now, you're seeing me holding some of the fruits of our labor at a trip to Costco this past weekend. Yes, these are two four and a half pounds of Nestle chocolate chips. Why am I holding them up on this video? More on that in a second. Costco is that 200 pound gallon of milk. We did not intend to buy a lot of chocolate chips. I also did not intend to buy an electric toothbrush. I did not intend to buy a cushion for my driving, but that's what Costco does to us. But that's not what I want to talk to you about just yet. A couple of things really quickly. Um, if you haven't noticed, last week, President Joe Biden signed into law the Inflation Reduction Act of 2022, possibly one of the worst named laws, acts in definitely recent history. Why is it poorly named? Nobody likes, nobody's against the concept of reducing inflation. I think generally we like that. I just don't think this law really is all about that. And if you want to know really quickly, because you should know what's covered by the Inflation Reduction Act of 2022. This was back in August 16th, by the way. Some of I was actually abroad in Spain, so I didn't get a chance to really dive too deep into it. But, uh, you know, it, a lot of times the government will name something a certain way, and there might be a different agenda behind that too. Politically, I'm agnostic when it comes to this sort of thing, but just know that the Inflation Reduction Act, it's actually a slimmed down version of what was the Build Better Act. Here's what you should know about it and why so many of you watching this may not be directly impacted, but there are some things that might impact you. So the first thing, which probably won't impact a lot of folks, is this creation of a 15% corporate minimum tax rate. Corporations with at least a billion dollars of income will have a new tax rate of 15%. Taxes on individuals, not going to be increased. Stock buybacks by corporations, they'll face a 1% excise tax. All right, Neil, I get it. Maybe that doesn't impact you directly. Might impact your employer, which might impact you. But one that does impact a lot of folks is the prescription drug price reform. Medicare is now going to be allowed to negotiate the price of certain prescription drugs. And that brings down the price beneficiaries will pay for their out-of-pocket medications. What does that mean? That means that if you're a Medicare recipient, you have a $2,000 cap on annual out-of-pocket prescription drug costs starting in 2025. It's not bad. I could see the impact of that. Not so good news is the IRS is actually getting more money, not directly from you, but this bill invests $80 billion in the nation's tax agency over the next 10 years. So the IRS has a little more cash to do a little bit more enforcement, which means tax attorneys like myself need to be a little bit more careful at making sure that we cross our T's, dot our I's, and make sure we play by the rules because the enforcements, enforcement agencies have a little bit more in resources to actually uh, to enforce stuff. So play by the rules. I often say I'm too pretty to go to jail anyway, so we always want to make sure we do things by the rule. Affordable Care Act, currently medical insurance premiums by the ACA, they're subsidized by the federal government. So these subsidies, they're scheduled to expire at the end of the year. They're now going to be extended through 2025. Basically, long story short, these subsidies are meant by the, they're subsidizing to lower premiums. You have an extension on that. And finally, there's a bunch of stuff, which I'm not going to get into, which talks about the climate. And uh, there's a lot of sort of climate and environmental related stuff. When you're ceiling 103, 105 degree temperatures for consecutive days, maybe there's something going on with the climate. Maybe we should be doing something. Whether this act is the right way to do it or not, that's subject to a debate. But just know that is the intention. Now, why call this thing the Inflation Reduction Act if it's not really about inflation? Because inflation is a real thing. And it's not just here in the U.S. Look, 
You saw that this thing cost a lot more than it did earlier in the year, for sure. But it's not just here. In England, the UK now, basically, their inflation rate has jumped up to 10.1%. So it's rocketing all their food prices. Look at that. An order of fish and chips for those poor blokes is up more than 40%. And taverners are sacrificing profits to keep a pint of Guinness under six pounds. That's ridiculous. But... That's the world that we live in right now. That's basically the status of inflation. So it's not just here. Now, internationally, you might say, hey, who cares about the international stuff? And again, I was there. I was in Spain and Lisbon, and we were actually really enjoying the strong US dollar versus the euro. But it got me thinking. Between my Spain trip and my Costco trip, a lot of us, when we think of the smell of those fresh batch, that fresh batch of chocolate chip cookies, it brings us back to happy memories of our childhood maybe, or you hear about this when people are selling homes, they want a fresh cook, they want to bake fresh cookies. And we think of it as a very uniquely American thing. And maybe these chocolate chip cookies are an American invention, again, subject for debate. And if you think you know where chocolate chip cookies were invented, drop it in the notes, because quite frankly, I don't know, but you can let me know if it was. But Nestle, these chocolate chips right here, they're actually a Swiss product. It's a Swiss company. And although their products might be sold in America and it's part of our everyday for a long time, that's an international company. And then if you were baking these cookies, maybe you were baking them in an oven made by a Korean company like Samsung. And maybe you bought these chocolate chip cookies at Costco, or maybe you bought them at a Trader Joe's, which is actually a German company. So as investors, it's important to realize that a lot of the companies that we favor, that we buy our products from on a deal, they're headquartered all over the world. We don't limit our consumption to U.S. products. So why invest only in U.S. companies? Now, some might say, look, I've got a mutual fund. I'd invest in that too. You want to know what those proportions are for those international companies. And when this inflation hits, it's important. It hits us. Investing in international stocks, it tends to be riskier than investing in the U.S., so you got to be careful because there's different political things going on. There's different climate things going on. There's different currency things going on. There's different um, inflation things going on in different parts of the world. So it's definitely considered riskier for us to invest internationally, but it's a fantastic source of diversification because if we don't limit our consumption to U.S. products, why limit our investments to just U.S. products, right? We think of the U.S. as a world leader, but over the past several decades, America has never actually been the number one market in the world over annualized performance, definitely not consistently. So nobody knows what the future is going to bring. But if you can own many of the companies from around the world, you can worry less if one company or even multiple countries start experiencing losses because you have diversified. Support your local chocolate milker, but also support some of the international chocolate makers too, because it's probably going to be good for your pocketbook. Now, last point on this, speaking of international what we're also seeing an increasing uptick is international crime and international identity theft. I hear about no less than one, maybe two clients every month right now who have actually been targeted and the victim of identity theft or some sort of fraud, cyber fraud. And it's important enough that we have basically, we've engaged a professional who's going to speak in front of our clients and our friends on September 6th. If you're on our email newsletter list, you're probably gonna get first priority for some of these seats. It's an online event. It's gonna be an early evening event. And Jared is a fantastic cyber professional. He has spoken on this topic many times. He's considered an expert. And he's gonna tell us some of the top things that we can do 
to protect against it. So if you're on our email newsletter list, you're going to be receiving an invitation. If you're not on our email newsletter list, go ahead and add yourself on. So make sure you get it first. And if you have any specific inquiries about it, don't hesitate to let out. But otherwise, save the date, September 6th. We'll get more information out there too. It's great to be back on U.S. soil, especially given my little travel dilemmas, which some of you know about. But um, but I'm back. And for those of you who have either kids or grandkids who are going back to school, enjoy. Good luck to them over the school year. And I am looking forward to seeing you again next week on Shaw Planet. Take care, everybody. Have a